You know when a cockroach loses its head in a terrible industrial accident. It's out there and it's making like Monty Python's Black Knight, claiming just a flesh wound, dude. Well, I'd suggest that Honda Shaya is proving again that life often imitates pop culture. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the card that's up there now, dude. You've probably seen the reports on this, right? The motoring press dicening up Honda Australia's bullshit rhetoric in the hope of acquiring the advertising revenue. Like, that's not a completely flawed system powered by bad incentives, is it? Anyway, let's break this issue down and get to the bottom of what's really going on here. Honda Australia today took the first step in a bold new journey to lead the automotive industry in this country. I suspect nobody looks critically at what these companies say anymore. Honda leading the automotive industry in this country, well, it's more likely than Sanyong leading the industry or Great Wall Motors, but it's still not very likely, is it? Just the power of pipe dreams over and over and over again. We embarked on a transformation journey over 15 months ago to create an enhanced, consistent and premium Honda brand experience for our customers and Honda representatives. Stephen Collins there, the holder of the Poison Chalice at Honda Schittsville and treasurer of the car industry's grubby little lobby group in <laughs> so, dude, that first step you've taken, was it today or was it 15 months ago? I mean, I'm already confused about the core messaging here. The truth is, 15 months back, the bigwigs back in Japan, like the Honda bigwigs, got totally fed up reaming you out, and by you, I mean Honda Shitsville, not you personally, for your continued unprofitability and sliding sales. And the options on the table were A, bail out of Shitsville altogether, B, appoint an independent distributor in the manner of Renault recently, or C, pull the ripcord on the ultimate desperation parachute, the so-called agency model. So you guys went with C because you're already doing it over the ditch in Sheepshagistan. You boned a bunch of dealers in this process, some of whom were very cranky, I note, concerning your conduct there. The government even changed its legislation about how hard businesses like yours can be allowed to bend franchisees over in future in matters such as these. Car dealers certainly do hate it when car companies treat them the way they've been treating their customers all these years. It does seem like a massive double standard to me. Many businesses outside of automotive have already realised an end-to-end -end customer experience that is simple, trusted and enjoyable is the key to future success. Collins class there, again. And I must say, dude, that only works for brands like Apple and Tesla. 
And Honda, I'd suggest, is neither. Not today, anyway. Honda was close to that in the late 1990s and early 2000s, but there's been a lot of water under the bridge since then. The GFC hit way back then, and Honda suffered the equivalent of what, for a human, would be a profound traumatic brain injury. Honda lost its ability to function as a leading car maker in the world. This is a tragedy, right? Inventor of VTEC, BMW of the East back then, incapacitated between 2006 and 2008, Dr. Kevorkian on standby, seemingly ever since, never to recover, apparently, one of the automotive industry's great modern tragedies. Brand Experion is the new competitive battleground, which is why we have shifted our focus from the auto industry norm of chasing volume to prioritizing a quality customer experience. C squared there again, and dude, you're a car company. Brand experience starts with the product, and yours is, I'm sad to say, objectively crap, as in spectacularly, objectively uncompetitive. Sales have plummeted from a peak of 50-ish thousand in 2006 to 2008, if memory serves, with something of an anomalous resurgence in 2018, but back to 29,000 last year, and on track for as many as 23,000 this year. <laughs> Probably less, seeing as you've just boned the jazz and the city from your lineup, which were volume sellers. Take the flagship in the stable, okay, for Honda. Let's pretend you're a customer in the market for a five-seat SUV, and you are somewhat rational about it, and you want the best one. So, for 50 grand, you can have a Honda CRV VTI or a Mazda CX-5 GT. The Honda has a 1.5 turbo engine with 140 kilowatts and a CVT. The Mazda has a 2.5 turbo engine with 170 kilowatts and a six-speed automatic. Like, that's game, set and match right there, I'd suggest. 21% more peak power for the Mazda, and pro tip, when you calculate it out, okay, the CX-5 offers a staggering 75% more power at 2000 RPM, which is where ordinary people drive a lot of the time. And fuel consumption, right, the penalty for the Mazda is only 11% higher, and you get 75% more power for real-world driving, like at ordinary driving revs. Mazda today is what Honda was two decades ago, frankly, and you cannot turn Honda Shitsville into automotive Apple or Japanese Tesla using objectively mediocre products, which apparently are on a sales trajectory to the Marianas friggin' trench. It just can't be done. This is like building a mansion on quicksand, okay? Nobody's ever going to camp overnight around the block for the next Civic. It's just not gonna happen. At Honda, we think buying and owning a car should be a simple, straightforward, and joyful experience. It's the new Honda way, and it's all completely designed for joy. Well, thank the Lord Jesus that at least the Honda budget for marketing masturbation has not been slashed. Joy, really? 
When little Jimmy's cancer is cured thanks to the power of Jesus, or perhaps the chemotherapy had something to do with it, you are allowed absolutely to open the floodgates and unleash those tears of joy. That's what joy is, dude. Backing your odyssey into the service centre for its 15,000 kilometre oil change, like... Not so much. Honda Price Promise. The Honda Price Promise means a customer will pay the same national driveaway price for their new Honda vehicle, regardless of which Honda center they visit anywhere in Australia. Just in case this is not already crystal clear, Honda helpfully disambiguates. No more haggling or shopping around for the best price. With the Honda Price Promise, you'll always pay the same price for your new car, no matter which Honda Centre you visit, with all drive-away costs included. Let me see if I've got this straight. No more best price. That's a benefit to you. I guess this is just like buying a MacBook Pro, right? Like the price is fixed depending on the specs. The only difference is that Apple is a standalone aspirational item, like the Chanel of computers or something, okay? You've either got a sexy Mac or a filthy PC, right? And people pay more for the Mac because of the cachet, mainly the intangibles of what sells the Mac, right? Even though a PC for half as much cost is gonna be twice as fast and prevent tooth decay and whatever, right? But Honda, I'd suggest, is not Apple. All they're doing here is removing your opportunity to negotiate a better price. So instead of going to an independent retailer and negotiating the best price you can get, you are paying the full whack off the bat for an objectively inferior product, generally lacking the sex appeal of a sexy Mac in the automotive domain. Apart from that, good plan, Honda. And in case this was in any way unclear, you'll pay just one price before adding any accessories wherever you go with no pressure to buy. We believe it's a much more transparent and enjoyable way to buy a new car. And it's our promise to you. The translation here, no more discounts for you at Honda, not anymore. And clearly this is a desperation move. Like designed for joy. Is that the best they can do? Look at an odyssey and say those words out loud. Like see if you can find one in the flesh out there in the real world and look at it and say designed for joy and see if you can reconcile those two things. The reality of the odyssey and the statement. Like Jimmy's cancer in remission. Thank the Lord. I'm seeing a bit of joy in that. But odyssey? I'm trying and failing. Nobody buys Odyssey in any case, okay? And nobody buys Accord either. It's in a dead segment too. So Honda Australia is betting the farm on just three products, the CRV, the HRV, and the Civic. And they're hoping that throwing all of those dealers under the bus just a few months ago will be enough. Enough to balance the books. And I'm not seeing that either. Frankly, I'm not seeing too much design for joy in the whole corporate structure moving forwards. There's only five cars in the Honda portfolio in Australia currently, and two of them are in segments that do not sell and they will never sell in volumes. And frankly, as far as I can see, there's no compelling reason to buy the other three. Like, 
Put as much lippy on the pig as you want, dude. It's never gonna be Kristen Bell in the sauna begging you for a foot massage. Like, it's just not. It's going to be very interesting indeed how long they persist with this novel experiment before some senior executive bean counter in Minato just pulls the pin on the whole thing. And if that happens and you own a shiny new CRV, it's going to be just like owning a brand new Holden was a couple of years ago. So I'd be considering this issue quite carefully before deciding what new car to buy next if I were in the market over the next few weeks to months. And now this, from you. It strikes me that some Australians take their Toyota fanboy-ism, which should more properly be called a Toyota fanboy-gasm, but whatever it is, they do take it quite seriously indeed. Yes! I'm a Toyota owner and a fan. Wow, stop right here. Is there something wrong with that? Let's not forget the butt of your so-called jokes are on honest and so-called bogan Aussies. Let's just quickly pay our respect to the so-called bogan as 4W Ding, yes I said that, 4W Ding is a Aussie's pastime and needs to be looked at as a badge of honour and not mocked as you continually do so. I'm out of here. Dusty Deuce there. I bet... He can fight. Grew up quick and grew up mean. Fists got hard. Wits got keen. Ye ass indeedy D squared. The one T butt of 4W Ding pass time jokes endlessly, I'm sure. But it hardened you up, son. Hashtag respect. The Australian education system clearly leading the world, I note. Dusty's obviously an advanced practitioner of strine. Bogan Yoda of sorts. Dusty's got to be a Prado owner, don't you reckon? They're always the most balanced, like chip on each shoulder, dude. Like nobody ever buys a Prado because they could afford a Land Cruiser. Am I right? They know the Land Cruiser and Hilux owners all giggle at them behind their hands. Looking down their snout at anybody in a ladies' Toyota. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Dusty. But, douchey, you've got me all wrong, mate, I'd suggest. I actually love a good bogan. And if you're not from around here, such as an American, a bogan is kind of like a redneck, only somewhat less articulate and much more of a mad rooter. By far, the favourite bogan of mine is the 4W Ding bogan. Ye ass indeedy do. They do take their piss-creakian visitation very seriously. They've got the six-inch lift, you know, the GBM upgrade, the ARB gut holder, paid for by JobKeeper, the blue singlet, the Mick Dundee hat, ye ass. Two pairs of thongs, mate. One for best and one for work, obviously. Like, you never know when you might need to thong a death adder gently away from the campsite for the little lady. Bisley work shirt and best thongs always at the ready creekside, just in case Her Royal Highness Liz Regina II herself visits Dingo Piss Creek World Heritage Area and asks to take a dump in your prized aluminum chitois. 
that photo opportunity for the wall. Liz on the carsey with the door open, looking regally out across the dining table and into the fabled ammoniated billabong. What an honour. Spare Uggs and a flanny at the ready just in case she gets cold. That never happens. Like, dude, you're above the Tropic of Capricorn. Usually it's just you and your gut and Shazza and her varicose veins knocking back a few lukewarm scoobs because the angle is on the fritz ever since Mars and Spanner fucked around with your dual battery set up. I don't know what they thought they would achieve. Anyway, just living the dream, sucking in the endless summer of grey nomadism. You and your effluent on the bank of Shitsville's Mecca, kookaburra laughing in the old gum tree, listening to bogan bodily functions resonating, amplified patriotically in aluminium echo chambers stretched over the horizon. Ye ass. Hands up if you don't want to do that. Just so we can identify you unstrayin' miscreants. Point taken, dusty douche. As your next prime mincer, and in order to make Australia less shit, I promise there will be no more cheap shots at the fine, upstanding bogan 4W ding piss creakians who form the bedrock of our great society, which is not a global laughing stock at all, in the best country on earth that isn't Canada, Japan, Germany or Switzerland, according to the 2021 Best Countries report. I therefore solemnly promise not to ridicule any bogan halfwits at any time in the future between now and the upload of my very next video. Ye ass, indeedy I do.